Everybody and welcome to episode seven of the Runaround Town podcast. We're super excited to bring you the mid-January mini episode. My name is Jeff Hauser, and this is Jesse Hauser, and this is Kayla Six. And we're very excited to bring you this episode. We have a very very special guest coming up in just a moment. But first, we just wanted to provide a friendly reminder to make sure you renew your Traverse City Track Club membership. You know what that'll get you, Kayla? Yeah, it'll get you quite a few awesome perks, including free entry into the Frozen Foot 5 Mile, which is coming up on January 18th. So make sure that you sign up for your membership, and then you can um, enter that race. And check out um, the membership website or webpage as well, the run sign-up link. There's lots of other great info about the perks, including a t-shirt, some other free races, discounts on races, voting rights with track club and um, lots of pizza parties. So we're here for the pizza. <laughs> yeah. And before we get into our interview, we just want to bring about one of our sponsors. Our sponsor of this podcast this week is Reflective Lights. Reflective Lights. Make sure you're seen and don't get hit by a car. All right, everybody. <laughs> so we have a very, very special guest, TC Track Club member, Kim Bash, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Oh, we're very, very excited to have you here. Uh, I think we've all known you for, uh, I'd, years, I'd, yeah. I'd say, at least three, four years. Uh, uh, Kim is one of the regulars at the fun runs that happen on Wednesdays or Mondays in the summer. Always a smile on her face. She's kind of the, the glue that keeps a lot of people running together, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um but first, oh, yeah. Oh, I just was going to say, like, I can't remember when I met you. You just have always been there. I feel like you're one of those staples that I can always count on that when I need that social social perk of going to run club. Like, okay, well, I know Kim will be there, so I have someone to talk to. <laughs> it's been almost six years already. It's it crazy is. that I started wow. the club. I think it's close to six. Is it six? Wow. Uh, close to Amazing. six, yeah. Us too, right? So I started running yeah. in September. Our August of 2013, and I joined shortly after. So yeah. Wow. Oh really? Yeah. Really Do you remember exciting. your first uh, fun run? I can't remember. I do not know. No. <laughs> I can't remember. I do not oh, know. Okay. I think it was um, right brain, but I'm not positive. Oh, that's always a fun yeah. one. But uh, you know, uh, we're gonna ask some hard hitting questions. So I just want to start it off. Just get prepared. What is 2020 divided by 365? 5.54. That is correct. <laughs> but so quick. We'll get back to that later. But, you know, just we'd love to, if you could share the wonderful person that we know as Kim Bash. And, like, where'd you grow up? Tell us all about yourself. Um, born and raised in close to Traverse City, Michigan. Um, Monroe Center is my actual hometown. Um, it's just outside of Traverse City. I have never left. Just been here my whole life. <laughs> Awesome. And how did you come to running? When did running come into your life? You mentioned 2013, so tell us that story. Um, many years ago, Jen Coyle and I, we were talking. I used to watch her children, and we talked about running. But I, at the time, I was a bigger girl. I thought, oh, I could never run, never run. Well, then I ran into Jen, and she's like, I just started running. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. She did it. I'm going to do it. And so I silently started running at home on my treadmill until I thought I could run outside. And so then I finally told her, and... 
it's been history since. <laughs> Haven't stopped. No, I, I'm interested in what you said. You finally felt like you could run outside. Like when? When was that? Okay. When was that moment where you're like, finally, I'm finally there. Um, I had finally hit where I could run for 30 minutes straight on the treadmill. So okay. I thought, yeah. okay, I can do this. Yeah. But we went outside and it wasn't I could do this. I couldn't even run a quarter mile outside when we first started. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. But within a week, I was up to running three miles outside. So it felt pretty good. <laughs> Was it difficult because it was something new when you were out there and exposed? Because treadmill running for me is very hard. And you say you can finally you could finally run 30 minutes on the treadmill. I'm like, that's hard. That is really hard. That's a very high benchmark. See, that's mentally hard for yes. me. Yes. I don't know. I just think it was like going outside. It was like hard for me to get my breath going. I was mm-hmm. just, I really struggled getting my breath. And we would just run as far as I could. And then we'd walk and we just kept doing it. And then I think we did it like three nights in a row. And I was like, okay, by the third night, I finally felt like, okay. I can actually do this. And then, like I said, within like a week, I was running three miles outside. I was like, okay. And I I think that's like one of the hardest things that prevent a lot of people from running is just kind of, you said like, I can't run outside, meaning being in front of other people and doing something like that and kind of like opening yourself up. But I think that's one great thing that fun runs do is, you know, everyone's just cheering you on and they're so excited that you're there which I think that makes it a perfect op- uh, space for people who are new to running to come in and not have that fear like, oh, I can't run outside right now. But Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing that's great about the track club is everybody is so friendly. Everybody welcomes everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, you're very comfortable no matter what to come into the club. And the idea of being able to run, walk, it doesn't have to be yeah. all or nothing because that, I think, leaves out a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, recently been I've been rehabbing a knee, so for a couple track club runs, I just came and walked, and more recently, I'm doing walk runs, so I'll be running along, then every couple of minutes, I have to pause my watch and tell the folks that I'm running with, oh, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> so I have to do a little bit of a run walk, but it's still a great place to be able to do that. Yes, very much so. So this math problem that we asked you at the beginning, uh, how did you come up with that answer so quickly? Are you a math genius? <laughs> no, um, I actually have been doing a challenge. Um, I try to run the amount of miles um, that the year is. So I started running 2017, um, started trying to run, run, walk. I'm not a total runner of that many miles, but I run, walk, whatever the year is, that many miles for the year. So far, I have been able to accomplish it every year. So I am looking forward to 2020 hitting 2020 miles. So this is why we we have you on here. We've been wanting to talk to you about this amazing challenge that you've been doing. And I didn't know you've been doing it that long. That's that's amazing. It's a very big goal. Can you kind of describe the concept of running the year? You did you just touched on it a little bit, but is it something that's like an organized around the country sort of thing or did you just decide that that's what you wanted to do? How did you hear about it? Um well, um it- 2016, the end of 2016, I had lost a bunch of weight and gotten really fit, and I wanted to figure out a way that I could keep at it, could keep my mileage, and could stay fit. And I happened to be on Facebook one day, and I saw Run the Edge, you know, Run the Year 2017 Challenge, and I was like, wow, that's that's quite the challenge, but hey, I think I'm going to do it. And I signed up the day I saw it. I signed up. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And when I signed up, I didn't really sit and think about it much. I'm just like, I want to stay fit. I want to stay, you know, running and stuff. So I'm going to do this. And then I sat down later and figured it out. And I'm like, okay, it's a challenge, but yeah, I can do this. And that's how I did it. Nobody, you know, brought it to me. I just saw it. And I thought, wow, that's pretty crazy, you know. And so they have a great Facebook page. They give out great medals. Um, they have this really cool, this year it's a little printout that you fill in each mile that you run. 
and I just put it on my wall, and each time I run or walk, I fill it in. So it's pretty, pretty well, that's cool. That's great. Good for us people who like to be organized. Yeah. And be able to track and log. Yes. And, and there's also a tracker. Too. Yeah, yeah. It is a visual. They have a tracker too that um, your Garmin will hook up, but I don't. I walk on the treadmill, and so I don't always hook my Garmin to that. So I usually have to hand, manual put that in. But all my runs are. Is there a, a pretty good like uh, network or group uh, in this uh, Run the Edge community? I guess community that you can like ask questions about or questions about those. Yeah, they have a great Facebook page and people are very encouraging on there. Everybody gets on there. I mean, I don't go on and post all the time, but they'll go on there and talk about their runs and, you know, the challenges. We all have challenges. So Uh it's it's nice when you're having a struggle day to get out there and do your run or your walks. You know, you get on there and somebody is talking about, yeah, I struggled or whatever, but I got out there and got it done. So yeah, yeah, they have a great little community for that. And when you first started it, was there anybody that came along with you? Or like you said, it was just you kind of like, I got to do this for myself. Yes. Um, just myself. Um, now I've heard over the last couple of years, there's a few actual local girls and guys that actually do it with me. So it's kind of cool. I mean, I didn't, we don't, you know, compete or anything, but it's nice to know that there's somebody else out there. And where do you complete most of your runs? Are they, do you have typical routes? I know you mentioned some of the treadmill walking, but where are your local runs and favorite spots to run? Basically all around Traverse City. I really like running um, from Darrow Park and running out on the Leelanau Trail. It's one of my favorite runs. Um, I also like hitting the Tart Trail and heading out towards Acme. Okay, yeah. So basically the trails a lot. I mean, I run a lot of Traverse City streets, mostly in the winter when it's, you know, the trails aren't good. But basically anywhere in Traverse, I love to run. Um, And you organize Monday group runs. Yes. Part of the Traverse City training group, I... Started with them, and they had Monday night runs at the time. And then when our session ended, kind of the Mondays ended, and I had people say, "Gosh, we really liked our little Monday group." And I'm like, "Yeah, me too." And it kept, you know, it kept me accountable. So I'm like, "Okay." And so I've done it for over a year. And we have some nights we have really great turnouts. Last Monday or this past Monday, we ran um, the Frozen Foot Course. And we had 28 people end up showing up. Wow. 20, yeah, we had 25 at the start, and then ran into three more that joined us through the. That's run. Great. So yeah, so it's pretty fun and it's a great little group and we encourage anybody to join us. It's a lot of fun. So how does the average person find that? Like um, where you got I advertise there? on my Facebook page and I also advertise on the Traverse City Track Club page and also on the TC training page. And it's on the calendar. Um Amy puts it on the calendar every month. So Okay, so you could go to the Traverse City Track Club website and find it on the calendar there, yes. like date and time and all of that yes. location. Yep, it's always 6.15 on Monday, but we go to um, different places every week. Okay, awesome. So uh, how do you make sure that you run at least like the year in, you'd mentioned briefly that there was uh, the Run the Edge program, but how do you specifically make sure you're running that at least 5.5 miles a day? I know how much I have to run and it's accountability thing for me. I'm that type of person when I know I have to do something or want to do something, I'm, I, I do it. I mean, there's days that of course you don't feel like getting up and doing it, but I'm like, okay, I either have to do it or I'm going to be behind and then I know I have to make it up. So I tell myself every morning, I'm a very early riser. I get up every morning at 4.45 and I am on the treadmill or, you know, or at the gym on the elliptical something, but normally it's always treadmill and get three to four miles in every morning before work. Yeah. So wow. it's a big commitment, but I like it. I like the challenge. I want to I want to accomplish mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and I know like one thing, at least in my personal life, I hope this relates to you, is that uh, telling other people about your goals helps them know about them, but also makes you feel like accountable for something, you know? Yes. Especially like New Year's resolutions. Like people like 
will tell themselves one in their head and then it might fall apart. But the more that you can really get that out there in the open, people are going to, one, be your cheerleader and then, two, hold you accountable. To that point, do you have people locally who check in with you and ask, hey, where are you at in your mileage? You know, it's June 15th. How are you doing? Or do you have, you know, folks in the track club or other people in the community checking in with you? Yes, I do. Actually, I have a couple of friends that know I do it and they're always asking how it's going. And some of them tell me I'm crazy. And why do you keep doing it? And I'm like, I just I really like to do it. But yes, actually, I have one a lady in the track club that she's been doing it, too. And she's really great about it. She asks me every time she sees me almost how much how's my mileage going? How's it going? You know, and so, yeah. I really liked seeing you posting on Facebook, too. It almost looks like a bib number that mm-hmm. tracks, and you yes. post every once in a while your progress, and I love seeing that. That's really cool. Yeah, every 100 miles, they'll give you a little bib that you can post out to show people that, hey, I've hit you know 100 miles, I've hit 200 miles, and it's really cool. that This year, we have a medal that's shaped like a lock, and for every 500 miles, you can put a key in. You put the key in, and it shows like 500 miles, and then when you hit 1,000, you turn the key over and put it in, and it shows 1,000. Oh, wow. So you, four times a year, you get to change your key. So it's it's wow. pretty cool. It's I'm pretty good about it. I, it's like it's a huge accomplishment for me. I just would like to let the listeners know that you have the biggest grin on your face right now. <laughs> like, you were just cheesing from ear to ear. And unfortunately, we don't have videos, so we can't share that. But I, I can just tell that it brings you so much joy that you really yeah, enjoy this. I do. I really enjoy it. I mean, I've been lucky. I haven't had no major injuries. I've had little injuries that set me back. Like I've been after my October half, I had a... Um, piriformis IT band issue. So I had to really cut back on my miles. And it was really hard not to run that much. But I was like, I was far enough ahead of my miles that I was okay, that I I hit it right around Christmas time. I hit my 2019. So I was like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) Do you you typically try to have miles built up? Like, do you try to stay ahead of the game? I do. um, Mostly during training. Like, now that I'm training for a half, I'll have a lot more miles. I try to run close to 100, 100 run miles during you know the training so I'm thinking now I'll have you know before end of August I should have easily you know enough that September through December should be my easy months this year Mm -hmm. it's usually I mean I never have hit it before December but this year since I'm training for a marathon I'm thinking (laughs) I'm gonna hit it early so it'll be nice I'm hoping to be able to relax a little bit in December and not feel like I have to push be nice too around the holidays I'm sure yes yes because last year 2018 I was struggling a little bit with my miles, and December was a really hard month. Mm-hmm. I had to put in a ton of miles to get Ooh. to 2018. <laughs> I don't like to do that. December is a hard month with holidays, so yeah. mm-hmm. try to get it up there. What advice would you give to someone who's interested in running the year or you know looking into this kind of a challenge? Anybody can do it. That you know, it's just it's a goal. You set it in your mind, and you know, and and it's an accountability thing from you know for anybody. It's just it's fun. I mean, it's hard. It's a reachable goal, though. I mean, when you first look at it, you think, oh, 2020—that's a lot of miles. But when you break it down and you think about how much you actually run a day or whatever, it's not really that hard. I think most people could do it. Pretty easy. Awesome. That's great advice. You're starting to inspire me. I don't know about this year, but I'll have to find a year. <laughs> Coming back from the knee injury. So yeah. But some year I definitely this is this is getting my brain going as far as really cool ideas. Plus that medal. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. So it is. Every year it's a pretty cool medal. So what runners do you look up to for inspiration? Who helps you get out there? You talk about having a great community, but are there any professional athletes that you follow? Are there any local runners? Um 
of course, Deslin, and we all, you know, she's just <laughs> that for all of us. Um, I have a lot of local runners. I have a lot of close little friends that are, run about my pace. Um, Katie Armstrong's really strong yeah. for me. Jen Coyle, um, Chris Berger, Rose Coleman. Um, Susan Townsend's a huge inspiration for me. She also does the challenge. And she's just always been there for me. So, yeah, a lot of local. But all the track club. I mean, I can't say there's anybody that's, you know, not an inspiration for me. I'm very proud of our track club. Now, we asked Jim Graham the same question. <laughs> do you have a running rival? I do not. Um, no. I am not. I mean, I am a competitor, but I'm not. I have a heart condition, so I can't be super competitive. But, I mean, I'm very consistent, and I try to be a little competitive. But... I'm not one that can like race to the finish line. That's like a big no-no for me. So I try to put it in my head that, hey, I'm just, I'm lucky I'm out here. So mm-hmm. I try not to have a rival. There you go. Are you comfortable opening up about your heart condition? Um, sure. Um, I have hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. It's where the right muscle of our heart gets really thick. And normally people with this condition cannot be athletes. So um my father passed away from it when he was 42. I was 15 at the time. Had never really been a big athlete. I played basketball in school, but that was it. Um, so I never thought really I could be a runner. And then um, I talked to my doctor about it, and he's like, you know, yeah, you know, you probably could. And it's been a great thing for me. He's amazed that I am doing what I'm doing and have had no issues from it. So to me, running has been great for me. So. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah that's really inspiring. Yeah. It's amazing. It's pretty, I'm, I'm so happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not every day is like a, the perfect running day. What, like, where do you dig down? What gets you out of the, out of bed? What makes you, all right, I got to get these miles. Is there any like thing that is super important to that? Just accomplishing this goal. I actually had a day on Sunday. <laughs> I just woke up. And I knew I needed to get out and run because it was supposed to be my long run day. And I just couldn't get myself out the door. I just did not feel it. And I'm like, okay, you got to do this. You're starting off the year. You're starting your training. Go. You have people counting on you. And so I did. I got out the door. I didn't get my run that I wanted, but I got out the door. It's just knowing I have to do it to get to my goal. And goals mm-hmm. are important to me. So push myself out that door. That's- I mean, I give myself... <laughs> I mean, I run and walk almost every day of the month. I try to give myself at least two days a month where I do not, but that's mm-hmm. very hard for me to do because I just, I have to stay active. I'm a very busy person. I don't like sitting still. So giving myself a couple of days a month of no running, no walking is something I try to hold myself to. So, okay. So I'm addicted to running and when I can't run, like I get, or even exercise, I kind of get agitated and Jess will, Jess will tell you yeah. <laughs> when, when, I, when, I, when I'm laid up, she, uh, she takes care of me. So, but, uh, I mean, are you like that as well? Yes. I okay. don't sit still. People don't understand. They're like, how can you have so much energy? You are going all the time. I mean, I'm running, I'm walking, I run a daycare, so I'm constantly busy, I was active say, with your them job. all the time. And I still go to the gym. Even with that, I just, I don't like to sit still. I would rather be active. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a big thing for me. 
I don't like to sit around. That's an inspirational trait to have. <laughs> yeah. You know, not not everybody has it, but, right. you know, that's it's really And cool very little sleep. I don't require a lot of sleep, so I'm very <laughs> lucky. <laughs> very lucky, because otherwise I would not be able to fit in everything I do, because mm-hmm. I work 12-hour days most days, so. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And not an easy desk job. No, no. you have no. to be on constantly. Yes. Yeah. And my miles, you know, a lot of people that do the run the edge count all their miles they do in a day, like just walking back and forth. I do not. My miles are actual. I have to be going out for a walk or walking on my treadmill or going for a run. I don't count my everyday just mileage because that would be way over 2020. I, I like that you have that very specific intention with yes, your miles. It, I do. I, I feel... It gives more meaning. To, it does. And that's how I feel. Because, you know, when I first started, I was like, wow, looking at my tractor, I'm like, wow, I did 70 miles this week. But it really was. I mean, that's my everyday mileage of walking around with the kids and pushing the kids and stuff. So I'm like, no, that's not right. So I said, I'm just going to hold myself accountable to actual mileage. Kudos mm-hmm. to you. That's yeah. great. Cool. Do you have a favorite season to run in? Fall. Okay, I love yeah. fall. I am not a summer runner. The heat is not good for my heart, so I have a lot harder time running in the summer. So fall and winter. I actually like winter, as long as it's not icy. I mean, I'd prefer the cold just because it's... the sleep that we're yes, getting right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so question, actually, in regards to your heart. Um, are there signs that you, like, physically feel that say, okay, Kim, back off for a second? Um, I wear my Garmin, which has my heart monitor in it, and... Um, I have never had anything. I mean, sometimes I'll feel like, okay, I'm tight. I need to slow down. But usually my heart rate, I can tell when my heart starts to get up there and I'll just chill out. Um, But I had a defibrillator put in two years ago as a precautionary just because if something happens, I don't want to fall over and be gone. So it would start my heart back up. So, yeah, just basically I can tell. I mean, I haven't had Knock on wood, any issues, but yeah. I can tell. I mean, like if I'm overly tired or whatever, I can tell my heart, you know, it's just like, okay, like my heart rate's a little higher and I'll just, okay, chill out a little bit, mm-hmm. run a little slower. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm not about running a pace. I'd rather just run and accomplish my miles than mm-hmm. be fast. Yeah, that's great advice. You know, I you know always want our runners to, or people listening to this to know like signs, you know, that they might be experienced to know like when it's serious and, you know, when right. to back off or when it's okay, you know? Yep. And it's great to emphasize not putting pressure on what kind of miles you're getting, but just for everybody to take note that just be out there, run, walk, just move. Just You don't have to have a specific pace associated with it in order to consider it a workout. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Have you ever had a running low? Like just a really, really found yourself in a running pit and um, how did you get yourself out of it? Not really. I had an in- injury basically has been my pet. I mean, I, I just feel so thankful that I can run because like I said, I never thought I could. So I just, I cherish every moment that I get to run. But I did have plantar fasciitis a few years ago mm. and I had to go three months without running. That was probably the hardest three months of my life. I mean, I did a ton of walking, but I was like, I couldn't wait to be able to run again. I'm like, I didn't realize how important it was in my life until I couldn't do it. It was like, oh. That was really, really hard. So mm-hmm. this, you know, last couple months dealing with my piriformis issue has been hard too because I'm like, oh, I've been averaging like 9 to 12 miles a, mo- a week. And I'm like, oh, but I needed it because I needed to rest it so that I can start my training now. Yeah. Actually, that that's one uh, thing that Jess always tells me whenever I'm uh, injured is you get to run. 
And that's what I always try to remember in the back of my head when I'm healthy enough to run. And maybe I don't feel like getting out that day. Is like, Jeff, you get to run right now. Because then you think about all those days like, oh, my IT band is killing me and I need to rest for a couple of weeks. So that's that's really cool that you, yes. you came out of it like that. Yes. Um, so what running shoes do you run in and what do you fuel with? Um, I have to have a wide toe box. So right now I'm with New Balance 880s. Um, but I rotate my shoes because I have issues with my feet and if my feet aren't happy I'm not happy so right now it's new balance um I usually I'm a Saucony person I really like Saucony rides um fuel I'm really bad about fuel I am not <laughs> a fuel person I I have never used fuel on any of my runnings or anything so I am really working on figuring this out for my marathon because I know I have to use fuel for a marathon. Yeah. I want to hear more about uh, your marathon. So, do you have your training plan set up and ready to go? And and what are your what are your thoughts? I mean, when you posted that you were going to sign up for it, I was so geeked. I couldn't wait to talk to you about it after. And also, which marathon? I'm over yes. here. I'm oh, sure which yes. one. <laughs> I tell us am more. doing North Country Trail Marathon. Um, very hard, and there's a reason I picked it. My doctor had always told me, no, you can never run a marathon. It's too long on your heart. And I had been asking him for years, and he kept telling me no. And so this year I went at him a different way, and I said, how about if I run walk it and pick a hard trail run so that I know I won't race it? Will you allow me to do it? And he said, <laughs> Oh, since you're really thinking about it and you know, you're being smart about it, I will allow you. So I am super, super stoked about getting to do this just to get to check it off my bucket list. And I'm running it with my friend, Chris Berger, which is going to be amazing to have somebody there with me. Um, we have been working on a plan, um, because we both only want to run three days a week. So we're going to use the first, um, training method where you run three days a week. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, we're a little excited. We're a little nervous. The mileage makes me nervous. The farthest I've ever ran is a 25K, so 15.5. So 26 is an, almost another 10. So it's going to be exciting. You're going to be great. I'm and excited. You've got the, the energy, the smile. The, you're you're going to be great. And plus, you say you're not a fuel person. This is just an opportunity to test out a bunch of snacks. Don't call them fuel. Call them snacks. <laughs> yeah. You get to play with snacks. Yeah. Especially in the trail running world, you're not even expected to do the gels and stuff. So grab your peanut butter and yeah. jelly sandwich. Grab, you know, right. the different things. I, I always see that with the trail running. Um, it's always different. It's actually real food. It's not all these goos and gels and chews. So, I mean, it sounds like you found the perfect marathon to go run. Yeah, and I'm excited about it because, I mean, I, you know... Every once in a while, I have tried little gels and stuff, and I just I can't handle them. And that's why I've never done them. So I'm like, okay, I have to figure out something. So yeah, I've heard a lot about sandwiches and peanut butter and Oreo cookies and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, I I think I can handle that. Savory items too. Uh, there's um a. I can't remember what her first name is. I'm completely blanking, but DeWalter, she wins all of these ultra trail races. Really wonderful person. She uses mashed potatoes in a squeeze tube, and that's what gets her through her, her big races. Yeah, I think it's Courtney DeWalter. Courtney, yeah. yes, yep. yeah. I've been, so I've been on the treadmill okay. trying to do my stuff, and I've just been pulling her up on YouTube. She's been really fun to, 
to watch. I think okay. you might like her. Actually, I, I want to bring it back real quick to the uh, run the year. So say uh, you were somebody who wasn't on social media or you know didn't really like even being on a computer. How could you still uh, do run the year? Do you have like an Excel spreadsheet or I don't know, like <laughs> writing it down in a ledger? Like You could. I mean, I... <laughs> Do they have just a general website? They do have a website. Okay. Yes, they do have a website. And you can, I mean, I, I know you can get the little chart because that you color in to fill in your miles. So you okay. could do it that way. Mm -hmm. um, I know when I first started, just because I'm a keep track person, I used to write it down in a notebook each day how many miles I did. And then at the end of the month, I'd total it. Cool. So you could do it that way because I know I first, that's how I first started doing it just mm -hmm. so I knew. Well, to, to wrap it up, um, do you have any advice for someone who's just needs some inspiration to get out and run? What would your advice for someone be? Find somebody to hold you accountable. Come to the Traverse City Trek Club. There's so <laughs> many great people there. Um, anybody that's there would take you on. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for joining us today. This has been a wonderful conversation. I've absolutely enjoyed this. Yeah. yeah. I want to run the year now. I know. Yeah. I want thank you yes. all to run the year with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great. Well, it's maybe uh, I'm not sure if we can, but it would be great to check in with you in December and kind of yeah. get like, the, the full uh, swing report. All right. Sure. Sounds great. Everyone. We can't wait to hear about how your marathon goes and, mm, and watch along you. the way. Um, thank you so much for joining us and, and coming and hanging out in our, our kitchen with us. And uh, thank you for being here. Thank you. It yeah, was so fun. Just, uh, and just check out Facebook. Uh, Kim Bash does her Monday uh, fun runs. Yes. Is that right? So you guys can uh, find her there and she'll uh, she'll set you up and set you up with some nice friends. So. Yes, just yeah. check out the Traverse City Track Club calendar. It will be posted on there under the um, Monday nights, 6.15, different locations throughout Traverse City. Very cool. Thanks so much, Kim. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. That was a really, really fun interview with Kim Bash. Uh, so much great information. I really love the grit that she provides, or grit that she has towards running. It was really cool hearing her story. But now uh, I'd really like to kind of give you a little story about the man who is behind the frozen foot five miler it's david rozier he's the current race director of this race and you know i thought it'd be fun to just like see who he is you know just get to talk to him for a second so here's my interview with david rozier all right i'm here at silver spruce brewing company it's a uh, part of one of the fun runs this week and I'm here with Dave. He's the race director of the Frozen Foot Five Miler. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks. I stole him away. He was having a very engaging conversation with people. And when I took him away, they were all like, ah. So it's uh, very nice to meet you. So tell us about yourself. How long have you been running and part of the track club? Um, I've been running since... Uh well, probably 2006, and I started running because I wanted to do a triathlon. I hated running. I like biking. I kind of like swimming, and I wanted to do a triathlon. So I learned to learn to run, basically, and then learned to really like it. And I've been running ever since. That's awesome to hear. How did you get asked to be a race director for the Frozen Foot Five Miler? I don't really know. I think I was at a fun run. I think Lisa Taylor showed up and was. Uh, we were having a beer and she was asking who was doing what and mentioned that they were looking for a race director and I was around and I was interested and told her I would I would do it if they wanted and she said yes and now we're on year two so I guess uh, she's not too disappointed yet. 
That's really, really, really cool to hear. Now, now just get some background. What do you do here in Traverse City? Like, what's your occupation? Uh, I'm an aquatic ecologist. I work for an environmental contracting company, Great Lakes Environmental Center. They're over by the airport. And uh, during the summer, I'm not here very much. I travel for work. When we have nationwide contracts, I travel all over the country sampling rivers and lakes, uh, really all over the all over the country. And so, so that's why I saw you at an airport in like Kalamazoo one day, yeah. randomly, right? Yep. In the summer, I'll randomly jump on a plane. I'll, I'll work for uh, about three to five weeks. We work seven days a week out in the field, and then I get about 10 days off. And so I'm, I'm hit or miss during the summer, whether I show up to a track club. I'm only here about a week out of every month or two in the summer. But then the winter, I get to be here all year, which is why Frozen Foot's so awesome. Yeah. Um, I get to hang around, and winter's when I really love running. So it makes Frozen Foot kind of a natural choice for me. True or false, McKinley Hill out of the race this year. Jim Graham reported flat course. Uh, that's totally false unless you get lost. But... It's such an awesome hill. I don't think anyone wants it taken out. People like to pretend they don't like it, but it's so beautiful. Nicely salted, sanded. It's not been slippery the last few years, and it's so relaxing to just jog up that hill. Everybody loves it. Well, I, I always love doing that race, and uh, the course is always so nice and well plowed and salted. So thanks again. I hope you can uh, get that going for us this year. And uh, any last thoughts about the race that you can tell people? No, it's going to be the same course. Um, hopefully it looks like much warmer weather than last year. Last year was about 5 degrees at the start, and early forecasts are much better this year. We've got the same amount of people signed up on track for maybe a few more, so it's, uh, it's getting popular. People seem to like it. I hope everyone signs up and comes out. All right. Hey, thanks again, David. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, bye. Well, that was a fun interview. Uh, uh, just not sure if you heard in my voice. I might have had a uh, soda before that interview, but I was really glad to uh, get to know uh, David a little bit better. And uh, it was fun. You know, we, it was impromptu. I pulled him away from his table and just had a quick interview with him. Yeah, and I'm really excited. Frozen Foot is always one of my favorite races. Um, I've got to admit, I must be a little bit on the um, love and the pain side. I do like that big hill there. So we hope we see everyone out at the Frozen Foot 5 Mile. For 2020 members, this is a free event. And um, yeah, just be prepared for about a mile, mile and a half in. There's a big hill, then you go down, and then it's pretty much flat the rest super of the way. Scenic, <laughs> super scenic, super scenic. Lots of fun run. houses yeah. to look at. I'll be run walking it if anybody wants to run walk it. Oh, I'm going to join you uh, on that because oh, yeah, we have the knee, so I'm run walking <laughs> It'll be it perfect. as well. <laughs> that, that hill, I'm really going to uh, get to know it on uh, my, my walk up, up the hill. Good power <laughs> walk. <laughs> exactly. Pump those arms and uh, yeah, yeah, look at the real estate. And as a friendly reminder, the TC Track Club annual banquet is uh, after the run yes. in the evening with a great host, or sorry, guest speaker, Adrian Haslett. So, you know, why don't you guys right now take out your phone, send a text message to a friend and bring them to this because it's going to be a really, really fun event that is open to your friends in the community. And it is a free event. There's going to be some light appetizers and there will also be um, beverages for purchase. So really great event that for everyone to come to. Um, I believe it's at 6.30 p.m. at the Haggerty um, Center. Cocktail, or not cocktails, um, snacks and appetizers will be at 6. I okay. believe they're opening so at 4. So 6 o'clock, kind of social time, and then yeah, 6.30. Okay, yeah. great. Sounds good. So 6.30 starts the programming. Um, and if you are interested at all as well, there's going to be a um, optional potluck beforehand. Um, just members who 
want to get together and um, and non-members too who want to have some, a meal beforehand, um, optional potluck at Silver Spruce. So one where you can swing by, bring a dish to pass and um, grab some food before we head over to the Haggerty Center. Uh, the potluck will be from 4 to 6 p.m. at Silver Spruce. <laughs> and don't forget to bring your um, reusable plates and silverware. Let's try and keep this as zero waste as possible and not be a burden to, um, well, Silver Spruce for one, but, you know, our planet. And a little plug there. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. And we always got to give a big shout out to our second sponsor. Our sponsor, a second sponsor is Traction Footwear. Don't let it slip your mind. <laughs> and with that dad joke said, this has been a fun episode. Any last thoughts? No. <laughs> After that one. <laughs> I was going to say, Can't I, think follow up. <laughs> I think it's clear who is planning the uh, sponsor episodes and, uh, you know, working on the sponsorships right now. Someone's <laughs> yeah. really working on the dad jokes. So yeah. if you want to give some feedback on these great dad jokes. <laughs> or submit your own. <laughs> or submit your own. Email us at social at tctrackclub.com. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to, if you have questions, answer them on this podcast. So we're open to all sorts of feedback and questions. And as always, happy running. The Runaround Town is a Traverse City Track Club production. The Runaround Town is produced by Jeff Hauser with Chief Running Souls Kayla Six and Jesse Hauser. The views and opinions expressed on the Runaround Town podcast are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or positions of the Traverse City Track Club. The music track is credited to Summer Nights by Liquid, freestockmusic.com, Creative Commons Attribution 3.0, Unported License. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and pretty much anywhere else podcasts are available. Plus, get all your Traverse City Track Club information at tctrackclub.com. And always remember to just run for the fun of it.